0: Log Talk Radio. the clip dang it
1: this is the light of truth radio broadcast with michael boldea
0: Welcome to the program, and thank you for joining us. This is the Light of Truth radio broadcast. I am, as always, your humble host, Michael Baldia, and uh, we're back at it. Uh, Today is, let's see, February the 2nd, the year of our Lord, 2023. Uh, This is a recording, but it's a fresh recording because, uh, well, uh, there's no other way to do it. Uh, there, there's a few things that I want to talk about, not least of which, uh, the former French president confirming what I told you last week, because the narrative, being what the narrative is, uh, they're, they're trying to convince us that, that Putin's a madman. He's uh, just sitting there, uh, itchy finger on the trigger, waiting to unleash World War Three. Uh, and uh the french president former french president said uh he's he's radically rational he's not mad we're going to get into that because it's very important how how do you play this uh if he is mad as uh the propagandists want to assert and want to tell us and how do you play it if he is just radically rational uh Assume he knows what he's doing, and then go from there. How do you play that one out? Because it's a very important question. Now, we know that on on our side of the aisle, uh, our our current commander-in-chief, for what he is, eh, not really radically rational. So uh, any any moves he makes, anything he says, uh, needs to be interpreted in the best of lights for it to make any sort of sense. Uh, Putin, on the other hand, not so much. He's a guy that's been surrounded by wolves all of his life and yet managed to be the alpha wolf amidst the sea of alpha wolves. Let that sink in for a second. Because I think some within this country, especially our politicians for whatever reason, are a little too quick to want war with Russia. They're a little too quick on the trigger, uh, not caring about... The, not caring about what will become of, of the world, not not just America or Russia, but of the world, if this thing really does spark off. If we do begin... A third Third world war as uh, it is feared because uh, the headline on uh, one of the news sites that I frequent sometimes is uh, we're teetering on the brink of World War III. It's the most dangerous time in my lifetime, says, uh, I guess, Senator Tuberville. Is that how you say his name? I don't know. Let's get into it. Why not? I know. We were hoping for a little comedic relief, and there's some, kind of. Our, our favorite pink-haired prophetess says that uh, there will be flying skateboards in heaven, and uh, you'll be making 100-foot jumps on your flying skateboard. That's kind of exciting. You know, I, will, will you also get the gift of balance in heaven? Because uh, I'm not what you might call coordinated. Uh, I, I do okay on a bike uh roller skates uh are just death on wheels for me uh and so skateboards same thing i it's uh if i want a broken back i'll try to ride a skateboard so my question is this do we also get a uh, coordination as an added bonus to our flying skateboards these people that's a, that's the only caveat that's the only thing i'm gonna say these people because there's really not much to say anymore We're facing the real prospect of World War III. We're facing the real prospect of nuclear annihilation. And uh, this woman, I don't know, maybe it's the hair coloring leaching into her brain. But is this the best you can do? With the platform that you have, this is honestly the best you can do. Flying skateboards and hundred foot jumps, how about you tell those cat moms that listen to you that maybe they should get their life right with God before they start glowing in the dark? By the way, I looked out the window this morning. uh my wife's away on business, so I've got both of the girls, and uh they 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 don't sleep very quietly, so i was I was kicked about the head and shoulders for most of the night, so I'm up at uh two forty this morning. Uh, I'm I'm so full of caffeine, it's not even funny. Uh, And uh, I'm looking out the window and still no mushroom cloud. So there's that. But Senator Tommy Tuberville of Alabama paints a very bleak picture of the state of international affairs, calling this moment in history the most dangerous time in his lifetime. Uh, If we keep pushing this nonsense about sending the Ukrainians warplanes now, uh, I, I would have to agree with Senator Tuberville because, as I said last week, go back and fact check me because uh, I, I've gotten a couple of, you know, oh, you didn't really say that. If you want to go through the, the 200 hours or so of, of audio content, feel free or take my word for it. You'll find it because I remember the things I say when it comes to this radio program. When I preach sermons, not so much. But when it comes to this radio prog- program, especially uh, the American Prophetic segments that we do, uh, it's, I, I remember, and I said last week, if you keep pushing this man, uh, he, he's going to push back at some point. Right now, he's the rational one. He's the one holding back. And and somebody uh I don't know, maybe maybe they're they're putting something in old Joe's ice cream, but he's feeling frisky. Uh either that or I have another plausible scenario, if you will. Let's call it that. A plausible scenario. Uh the closer they get to finding out what exactly uh one former crack addict Hunter Biden Fed to the Chinese and the Russians via the top secret documents uh, Daddy brought home. Uh, the closer they get to that, to, to uncovering this this, uh, I, I wanted to call it can of worms, but it, it, it's more like a snake pit. Uh, the more they're going to try to push some kind of war. Uh, the thing that should concern you, if not outright scare you, is that Joe Biden is uh, willing to take America to war with a nuclear power just to get all the eyes off of what his son did or what he did to aid his son. Because some of the documents that, that uh, Hunter Biden wrote for uh, Burisma and, and uh, other, other places that paid him tons and tons of money uh, sounded a whole lot like uh, what things, think tanks come up with. Uh, that they then give to uh, officials to, to sort of foreshadow what they see coming. Uh, so again, the closer get they get to Hunter Biden, the more saber rattling there will be because uh, Senor Poopy Pants has absolutely no qualms about sending America into a nuclear war if it'll spare him and his son. And the scary thing is is they're so in lockstep with their party that nobody's calling this out. Nobody's saying anything on the other side. Just hush, hush. Meanwhile, the Republicans, uh, you know, they're, they're just backstabbing each other for fun, I guess. Uh, what, what is the, the, the latest thing that happened? Uh, oh, yeah, the, the, the tortoise or the turtle, if you will. Uh, He's uh, taken shots at all the people that that tried to have him uh, removed. So McConnell's retaliating against uh, dissenters. So I I like Rick Scott. Mike Lee's all right. But apparently uh, McConnell's trying to, you know, slice their Achilles, as it were. Let them flop around a bit. So yes, uh, every, everything our, our elected officials do is for the good of the nation. Here, here, uh, in, in, in good hands such as these, you can rest easy, kids. Go back to sleep and pretend like nothing's happening. Uh, let's let's finish the, the Tuberville thing, uh, see what he said, and then we're going to go into what the former French president said about uh, Vladimir. Putin, or uh, that's how Americans call it, or as I call him, Vladimir Putin. So, uh, let's see, Tuberville. I, I know, oh, there's nothing to worry about. I, this generation, the, the the 35 and unders, they're, they're so full of weed and stupid, uh, they don't understand what nuclear war means. Just, they just, they they think you can press reset. You don't like it, just play another game. Ugh. It, this is where we are. This is what, what society and the American uh, education system and uh, this present culture has birthed. A generation of morons that don't understand the stakes that are being played for here. So, allow me to sip from my delicious beverage. It is black coffee. Uh, I, don't need, I, I lost count of how many cops. I, I was really dragging this morning because I did not get much sleep. But we'll get through this hour. We'll, we'll power through it. If the pink-haired lady can talk about flying scare, skateboards in heaven, uh, we, we can uh, get some nuggets out of what's happening in the world and, and, and sort of see where we're headed. Because uh, a, lot, a lot of things are coming together. There, there, there are many streams that are beginning to flow into one. And where it's headed isn't anywhere good. Uh, it's not anywhere hopeful. So, Senator Tommy Tuberville asserted and called this moment in history the most dangerous time in his lifetime. Uh, during an interview with Mobile Alabama Radio's FM Talk 106.5, Tuberville, a member of the Senate Armed Services Committee, discussed problems with the U.S. military and its inability to recruit Oh, by the way, did you see that a high-ranking general, a, a guy that sort of knows his bidness, uh, admittedly, he's not transitioning, he doesn't wear a dress, but I'm still going to give him points because he's been in this for a while and he can read the tea leaves, as it were. So a general said that by 2025, we, these United States of America, will be at war with China of all things. And I think if China continues to move the way uh, they are against Taiwan, uh, it, it is a real possibility, if not probability. Uh, on the other side, you have uh, the Israelis uh, getting ready to show the Iranians what, it, what, what no means, and that may spark uh, something very turbulent in the Middle East. So it's not as though uh, us arming the Ukraine and the Ukrainians uh, continuing to go, we need more stuff, please, airplanes, pilots, soldiers. Why, didn't, why don't you just fight the war for us? So this, this is escalating. And the whole talk of sending uh, fighter jets over is yet another escalation. And uh, the, the Russians actually warned of this. We'll get into that, too. Because, again, it's easy for talking heads on television to bloviate about things they know nothing about. Why don't we send them fighter jets? Send them a few pilots, too. (laughs) Ho, 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 Janet, what's the weather looking like? People shouldn't be anywhere near television or, or offering their opinions. If you're a moron, putting on a suit doesn't make you less of a moron. It makes you a moron in a suit. But, man, left and right, wherever you look, everybody's got an opinion. Yeah, we we should. We should take out Putin. They haven't managed to take him out in 25-odd years. What makes you think Joe Robinette Biden can pull it off? And the other question nobody seems to want to ask, because uh, we don't, we're not forward-thinking enough for that. We live in the moment, baby. YOLO it. YOLO it. You only live once, full throttle. You can make the jump. It's just the Grand Canyon. If you go past 88 miles an hour, that, that thing will shoot right over. Boom, you'll land four wheels on the other side, you know, everyone cheering for you. So the question that nobody asks is if they manage to somehow remove Vladimir Putin who's to say that the guy taking his place won't be worse who's to say the guy taking his place uh will will, will simply decide to go boom 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 and uh you know let the cards fall where they may Nobody's thought that, oh, Putin is evil. He probably is. But there's no saints in this scenario. And the fact that that we're being dragged into a war that isn't our war, the fact that propaganda is making us basically fight a war on behalf of somebody else, that's troublesome to me. Because it's all fun and games until your jaw gets tapped. It's all fun and games until you're counting your teeth in your hand to see if you're missing any of them. Because maybe old Doc Brown can put them back in your face. But we're, we're, we're so high on our own supply, we believe our nonsense, that we're not even open to the possibility that we might get a black eye in this. So, however, following his assessment, Alabama's senior U.S. senator also warned the hostile acts around the globe have us teetering on the brink of World War III. We've got more problems in our military right now because of the leadership, because of the wokeness that they're teaching, the CRT, the things that our kids shouldn't be taught. As I tell in hearings, one of the first things I always tell General Mark Milley, Oh, isn't he a peach? Of the Joint Chiefs of Staff and Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. Oh, peaches of a feather. Guys, you're not here to educate people on social issues. You're here to build a killing machine. Well, if the killing machine can be aimed at Christians, believe me, they'd go at it, uh, you know, full throttle. The problem is... Uh, They can't be aimed. The the killing machine, as it were, can't be aimed at Christians yet. Again, slowly but surely, everything that God said would happen is happening. What was the last thing I saw? Uh, A former TV reporter, of course, Uh, was just arrested for uh, child pornography or possession thereof. And you wonder, sometimes you wonder, how do these people get away with it? I mean, politicians and powerful people, how come they're not reported on? Well, because the ones doing the reporting are in the same boat. They have the same perversions. And so they protect each other. Get it now? Back to Tuberville. I know, we keep going back and forth. You'll have to forgive me. I'm running on steam. Not even steam, it's fumes at this point. Uh, we're we're 20,000 behind last year in recruiting in the Army. For the first time ever, Tuberville continues. What he doesn't say is the ones that did get recruited, the one that did enlist, uh, 30% of them enlisted because they got free reassignment surgery. So they're never going to be on the battlefield. They're not going to be, never going to be holding their pink M sixteen. They'll be healing from wounds in their bodies that are supposed to look like some body part or other. Hint, hint knock, knock, hey, hey. Uh, so that's look. Our preparedness is non-existent. We're sending <laughs> we're sending weapons to the Ukraine at such a clip that we can't even. Uh, you know, re-up the ones that we sent over in in any sort of appropriate time. But hey, one thing we know for sure, we're winners, and we're going to win. Propaganda is only good until the first shot's fired, and you realize you're not bulletproof. And once that happens, it's too late. So... Senator Tuberville uh, is is not very optimistic about the future, and neither am I. But, again, those that believe Putin's nothing more than, you know, a crazy man, uh, have, have no qualms about trying to peck a fight. Look at Lindsey Graham. Can you imagine Lindsey Graham in an octagon with Vladimir Putin? Huh? I know, talking tough's fun, isn't it, Lindsay? But when it comes to the fisticuffing, uh, that's a whole nother story. I, I, I fear Mr. Lindsay will find an excuse. That's, that's my assessment. I think if Putin said, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll work this out mano a mano, me and Lindsey Graham in an octagon, one man walks out. Fight to the death. Pick your sport. Jiu-Jitsu, Aikido, Kung Fu, I don't know, what's the the newest thing now? It's it's slapping. Basically, two guys stand in front of each other, and they just slap each other over the face, and whoever faints loses. Can you imagine Lindsey Graham and his limp wrist trying to slap somebody? I know, Michael, that's very childish. It may be, but is it true? Is there veritas in my statement? Or verite, if you will. I know. I'm all over the place. I believe the answer is yes. Yes, yes. There is verite and veritas, which is truth in Latin. That's okay. I teach you things all the time. You're welcome. There is truth in my statement. Lindsey Graham's a tough-talking guy until you're face-to-face with a guy that's got, what, uh, third-degree, fourth-degree black belt in in judo, is it? I know, I know, but Lindsey, he knows that that southern boxing, the the one with the neck, you know, where you you fake him out, you rope-a-dope him. We're talking about these things because they're important for you to understand. They're important for you to understand because you need to see it when uh, those in leadership are trying to propagandize you and massage a narrative to the point that they're going to take this country into a war that at best will be very, very damaging. Russia's President Vladimir Putin is not a madman, but radically rational, according to Emmanuel Macron, or at least his predecessor, as President of France. Francois Hollande, or Francis Holland, for those uh, in Louisiana, who served as President of the Fifth French Republic from 2012 to 2017 and employed eventual successor Emmanuel Macron as his economy minister, has dismissed claims that Russian leader Vladimir Putin is insane, instead describing him as a leader who is radically rational. Uh, How much are you willing to wager that Mr. Uh, Francois Hollande will uh, be labeled a Russian sympathizer within the weekend? How much uh, are you willing to wager that his uh, words will be dismissed by people who have never been in the same room with Vladimir Putin? For all of his faults, Mr. Hollande has. He's had conversations with him. So uh, who is it? Mishka Brzezinski, or whatever her name is, and Joe Scarborough, I'm sure they can, well, he's just insane. Putin's insane. We all know he's insane. You, you've never been in the same, not never mind the same room. You've never been in the same building as Vladimir Putin. But yet you make a psychological assessment based on what? I just don't like what he does, so he's crazy. Well, Joe... A lot of us don't like what you do, but we don't call you crazy. I mean, sure, people were suspicious when your secretary died in your locked office. But, you know, you got away with it. So did uh, Ted Kennedy. Apparently, people get away with a lot of things nowadays. It was supposed to be like one. It was just a couple of documents. That's all it was in in Joe's garage. Now it's up to, what, 18,000 boxes? Uh, some terabyte or something on, on hard drives? Huh? But that's okay. Geraldo Rivera says it's no problem. This is just a witch hunt. It's a witch hunt. That uh, Mr. Joe Biden had the uh, documents in his possession from when he was vice president and he was not allowed to have these top secret documents. Even though uh, a lot of his uh, crackhead sons... Uh, back and forth with certain Ukrainian uh, oligarchs, uh, seems to have been written by think tanks in uh, Langley. We must overlook all of that. It was just an innocent mistake. 18,000 boxes is an innocent mistake. You know, you you you, you walk out of the Oval Office, it's your last day as vice president, you look around and you go, what am I going to take? The ficus? Am I taking the ficus? Maybe not the ficus. Maybe a paperweight. You know, one with the seal of the presidency on it. Maybe one with an eagle. Do we have any of those paperweights? I'm sorry, Mr. Vice President, we, we ran out. We gave them, uh, you know, to, to children. That we're, we're visiting the White House. That's what we hand out to them. Well, then I'll just take 18,000 boxes of documents. Top secret ones, please. Thank you, gentlemen. You've done your country a service. So that's where we are. It's, it, it, it's a banana republic with clowns riding the, banana, the, the monkeys now. I was going to say riding the bananas, but no. They're riding the monkeys. See, now somebody's going to write oh, Stop. I know. Kids listen to it. They don't know what it meant. Now they're going to ask you, though. So maybe don't let kids listen to it. This isn't for children. We're talking about World War III and glowing in the dark here. You don't want kids to start crying for no reason. (sighs) Many have tried to paint the Russian head of state as a madman since Moscow seriously escalated its military activity in Ukraine in February 2022. Can you believe it's been a year? Huh? I know they're dragging this thing out and i understand, you know, i it's you're a country at war but if if you're a country at war, how come your president gets to go and talk to the oscars and you know, licks nancy pelosi's face or vice versa. i don't know what happened. i didn't watch it. nancy pelosi trying to kiss a man or a man trying to kiss, kiss nancy pelosi uh, that's you know that's that's like watching evil incarnate walk upon the earth. To me, I, I I'd rather not. So uh, you sure do get around a lot, young man, and you ask for a lot of stuff for someone that's uh, embroiled, as it were, in survival. Look, for for this to end as quickly as possible, all that needs to happen is for the U.S. to withdraw its support and for the Europeans to withdraw their support. Then they will have to come to the table and, and, and make some sort of agreement, come to, to some sort of terms. Because it can't drag on forever. And at some point, whether it's the fighter jets, I don't know, maybe tactical nukes. We should, we should give the Ukrainians those, too. What do you think? After the fighter jets, let's try a few tactical nukes. Ah that'll work let's get back to this you need to understand that Vladimir Putin is not insane he's not a crazy man would have retaliated already with all the things the west has been doing trying to prop up the Ukrainian government using them as a proxy that they're going to throw away as soon as it becomes too uncomfortable yeah So, many have tried to paint the Russian head of state as a madman since Moscow seriously escalated its military activity in Ukraine in February 2022, with former British Prime Minister Boris Johnson even at one point blaming the ongoing invasion on Putin's toxic masculinity. Now, far be it from me to say that I am the picture of masculinity. But if I had Boris Johnson's chin, I'd shut up about masculinity altogether. This is, this is why the West is going to get its lunch eaten. This is why nations like England and France and Germany and the U.S. and Canada are going to be slaughtered. Because we call any sort of show of force or masculinity a toxic masculinity. Is that your only retort, sir? Is that your response to aggression? Tisk tisk. why are you so toxically masculine? Because you've got a bunch of people... In India, in Pakistan, in Iran, in Iraq, in all those little third world countries that don't even understand what the word toxic masculinity means, as is the case with the Russians. They think it's a compliment. Why, thank you. I am masculine. Look at me. I am masculinist. You, you think this is going to hurt their feelings, Mr. Johnson? You and your weak chin and red nose from all the boozing. Do you really think that people bent on your destruction will go, Oh, you hurt my feelings. Mr. Johnson, we were going to invade your country and kill your men and ravage your women. But now that you have called us toxically masculine, well... We must go back into our caves and reconsider our life choices. Maybe color coordinate. Maybe paint our fingernails pink. Ah! The the madness that the West is experiencing right now with, with transgenderism and feminine men and calling anything that seems as masculine toxic. You're wearing a checkered plaid shirt, and you know how to change a tire? That's so toxically masculine. Who's going to change the tire for you, Twinkie? Huh? Who's going to go up on the electricity pole and, you know, reconnect the wires? Who's going to dig the ditches? The people you're calling toxic. The West will lose. And one of the reasons it will lose... When when history is written and somebody comes across this recording, I hope that my name is a footnote as one of the first people to identify the reason for the West's downfall. Single mothers and feminine men raised by single mothers... Oh my goodness, he said it, Mama, he said it. And I mean it, because it's the truth. An entire generation of men grew up without any male influence. And because their mothers wanted daughters to begin with, they did their best to feminize them to the point that they're wearing curlers, and doing their eyelashes, and painting their fingernails, Other nations in the world raise their boys to be men. Here's a pocket knife. Here's two matches. Come back in a week with a stag. Go kill your dinner and cook it. But father, I am only 12. I did it when I was 10. That's the way that most of the world works, except for the West. Who exactly is going to defend these? You know, we we got weapons. Who's, who's going to use them, though? At some point, you still need boots on the ground, and I'm not talking about, you know, stiletto heel boots. You, you have wrought your own destruction for the past three decades. Soon it's just going to be the culmination. And what Mr. Boris Johnson said is the prime example. He's just uh, toxically masculine. So, <laughs> However, according to a report by Politico, Hollande does not seem to believe insanity has anything to do with Putin's decision-making, with the Socialist Party grandee instead painting a picture of a leader concerned with the dynamics of political, social, and military power. Oh, that was a big gulp. I have to, I have to swallow twice, otherwise it would have come out my nose. I, I, I apologize for the two seconds of silence. He is a radically rational person, as you like, the former French president said. Who repeatedly led negotiations with Putin during his time in office said of the Russian leader. He got his, he's got his own reasoning, and within that framework, he's ready to use force. Holland explained, he's only able to understand the power dynamics that were able to set up against him. Such claims stand in stark contrast with those made by others in the West, like Lindsey Graham, And apparently Mr. Boris Johnson, he's just toxically masculine. I saw him ride a horse bareback. If that's not toxic masculinity, nothing is. Uh, There's a meme going around with him riding a bear bareback. That's even more toxically masculine. Um, Such claims stand in stark contrast with those made by others in the West, with many senior politicians repeatedly questioning how irrational Vladimir Putin really is, and even whether he is the one making the key decisions in the Kremlin. Well, if we're wondering about whether he's the one making the key decisions in the Kremlin, we really don't have to wonder whether or not Joe Biden's making the key decisions in the White House. Let's just leave it at that, huh? For instance, while speaking at the Globalist World Economic Forum Conference, In Davos, oh, really? Mr. Zelensky, you do get around. And the elbows you rub. Hmm. For instance, while speaking at the Globalist World Economic Forum Conference in Davos, Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky publicly questioned whether Putin was really alive. Of course he did. Again, red herrings are fun, so are straw men, (laughs) send us jets, saying that he was not sure whether the Russian head of state was actually the one making the decisions or was just an individual who sometimes appears against the green screen. Ah. The aforementioned Boris Johnson has also previously questioned, questioned Putin's rationality in invading Ukraine in a more comical manner, suggesting that the decision to send troops into the nation could have been inspired by some inherent flaw in the Russian leader as a man. Uh Uh-huh, yes. Insult his manhood, Boris. Because looking at you, oh, you are the manliest. If you want a perfect example of toxic masculinity, it's what Vladimir Putin is doing in Ukraine. Johnson previously declared regarding the invasion. However, while Hollande seems to be in complete disagreement with such figures on the rationality of Putin, he does seem to agree on the prevailing approach to him, claiming that there would be very little point in engaging the Kremlin in dialogue at this point in time. Well, you know, they say when uh, talk fails, I guess you'll have to resort to violence. So... uh I think, I think Mr. Tuberville may, may be onto to something. He's not looking good. Moscow has slammed suggestions that the West uh, should send warplanes to Ukraine, labeling the idea that such a transfer of weapons might not escalate tensions absurd. Now, just follow the logic here. So we gave the Ukrainians some tanks. And then uh, they said, no, oh, we want the jets. And of course, Lindsey Graham and uh, others of his kin uh, said, we should send the jets. And then some reporter said, but don't you think that would escalate the tensions? Every politician has once said, of course it wouldn't. Why would it? Indeed. Why would it escalate anything? These people are insane. And they're playing with your lives, and they're playing with my children's lives, and if you have children, they're playing with your children's lives. These are things that should be taken quite seriously. Because once it starts, it's not going to stop. This isn't Hiroshima and Nagasaki. This isn't one drop, two drop, oopsie. There will be no cool heads prevailing once it begins. And the fact that we're taking this so lightly, the fact that our leaders are so flippant about it, should be of great concern. Officials in Moscow took aim at claims that Western powers could get away with sending fighter jets, such as the F-16, to Ukraine without escalating hostilities, with a spokeswoman for the Kremlin going so far as to lambast the suggestion as being absurd. Because it is. It comes after French President Emmanuel Macron suggested on Monday that the possibility of France sending some some of its fighter jets to Ukraine was not prohibited in principle. So long as Ukraine President Volodymyr Zelensky administration could give assurances, aircraft would not be used to escalate the conflict. Really, people. It's, it's like God's putting blinders on their faces, isn't it? It's like God is blinding them to the reality of, of what they're discussing We're not discussing a skirmish here. We're discussing a a full-scale Third World War. And I understand that Monsieur Macron, uh, you know, is, is very excited about the prospect. The only problem is that France is a lot closer than the U.S., isn't it? So if things do escalate, who do you think will be uh, first in line for a black eye? Hmm? I mean, it, it would get to us eventually for sure. People, they're just spouting off at the mouth trying to look masculine. If masculinity was so toxic, why are you trying to talk so tough? Huh? However, the suggestion that combat aircraft could be sent to Ukraine without increasing tensions between the West and Russia have been heavily criticized by Moscow, with a spokeswoman for Russia foreign ministry telling journalists that Macron and his claim that it could be done was not realistic. Forgive me, but it's some kind of absurdity, the Russian TASS news agency reports spokeswoman maria Zakharova as saying during the briefing on wednesday Zakharova went on to berate the french president and the increasingly aggressive and bellicose rhetoric of western officials who have not been shy about making loud statements on the ukrainian conflict lately Is the French president really sure that supplying the Kiev regime with arms, heavy weapons, and aircraft for combat operations will not escalate the situation, she asked? I refuse to believe that a grown man can have such logic. Such statements only increase the already irrepressible appetite of Zelensky's regime, which by shelling hospitals and massacring civilians has clearly demonstrated that Western military injections, how did uh, Mr. Macron put it, will not lead to an escalation of conflict. Well, of course, they give peace. Obviously, these planes are going to be used to drop cookies and candy, she added sarcastically. Ah, Something to be said about Russian sarcasm, huh? While the Russian spokeswoman's scathing comments on the issue of sending fighter jets to Ukraine may give some in the West pause for thought, it is unlikely to stop discussions of the possibility which only appears to have been gaining popularity in recent days. Despite initial hesitancy, especially during the early days of Russia's renewed invasion in 2022, many political figures across the West are now leaning towards taking an even more hardline interventionist approach to the conflict with the likes of former British Prime Minister Boris Johnson now openly calling for fighter jets to be handed to Ukraine. This is not the moment to delay any support to Ukraine. This is the moment to double down on our support. Give them what they need. Johnson said during an interview earlier this week. Every time we've said it would be a mistake to give such and such an item of weaponry, we end up doing it and it ends up being the right thing for Ukraine. Does it? Does it end up being the right thing for Ukraine? Because no matter how many weapons you give them, Ukrainians are still dying. Let me put it this way. The only one that could unclutter this mess successfully is God. Both Europe and the U.S. have given God no reason to unclutter this mess successfully. Here we are, with God having left us to the desire of our heart. Here we are with leaders that we deserve. And the leaders we deserve, it turns out, aren't men of principle or character. They're buffoons like Boris Johnson, who believes that calling people names is going to get them to do what he wants. I I get that most of you, some of you, live in a somewhat cocooned space. You haven't been our dubbed third world countries. And you haven't seen what their fighting age males are like spent a lot of time in places like Turkey, Tunis, Middle Eastern countries because well yeah I blend. Give me two weeks to grow a beard and you couldn't tell the difference. My pigment is such. They are not concerned with transitioning. They're not concerned with feminine men and how we should embrace femininity as men. They learn to fight and hunt. They learn to do the things that men have done since the days of Esau. And the time will come when... Resources will be at a premium. Water, food, farmable land, things like that. And all these young men of fighting age will look to the nations that are weakest and that have an excess of water, food, and farmable land. And they will look upon them and say, there is our prey. This is how we survive. And when the entire world is in a mad dash for survival, and the generation that you raised, that ought to be fighting age, is more concerned about whether their lip gloss matches their nail color than they are about knowing how to stab something, kill something, hunt something. Uh, As they would say in California, tienes problemas. You got yourself some problems, señor. It's very, very big problems. Because you don't even have to look to the Middle East. You don't have to look to to, to Turkey or Iran or Pakistan or India. And yes, I know India is not in the Middle East. Look at the southern border. Look who is coming through. I know. Why do you hate migrants? Are they though? Because once in a while I, I get to looking at the picture of these, these migrants and they're crossing the border with $1,000 cell phones wearing brand new Nikes. I'm not saying that there aren't women and children and older people you know, scattered about that may have been caught up in the spur of the moment and come across for a better life. But when you have some free time, take a look. Do it with a critical eye. And then read up on the invasions of the past. Most specifically on how the Roman Empire fell. And Rome itself. Because the Roman Empire started degrading long before Rome fell. But eventually, the people of Rome the upper crust, if you will, had so given themselves to debauchery, had so given themselves to hedonism, had so embraced the idea they can have others do everything for them and all they had to do was eat grapes and play harps. that when all those that they brought in to serve them, to work their fields and cook their food, realized they outnumbered the masters 10 to 1, they decided they didn't like the manual labor so much anymore. This is, this is the reality of humanity. I'm not trying to make a political point. We're, we're past that. told you and i will continue to say it, there's there's no such thing as republican and democrat there's globalist and nationalist and then there's people who pretend to be on your side that were offered something that are undermining you every step of the way they were offered a seat at the table and the other side ensured them and assured them of victory and so what does it matter if you voted for them they'll still throw you under the bus they'll still work in such manner as to be in direct opposition of your best interests and come midterms or come elections They'll be the same ones that are trying to point out they're on your side fighting the good fight. We need to stop believing the narrative that we shouldn't believe our lying eyes. Some things are just true. Even if we're uncomfortable about them, even if we don't want to believe them, they are still true. And with that, I hear Gino coming on because he's not a very quiet creature. So, <laughs> thank you all for listening. May God bless you. May God keep you. And Gino, if you got anything to say, it's yours. Thank
1: you, Mike. Well, we know one thing. Uh, the words God gave Dimitri many, many years ago are all coming true. And you know we have to we have to realize that Timothy, you know, Paul said in Timothy, perilous times will be in the last days, and I really want to urge you go to our website handhelp.com and check out please uh, the the books and resources they're very important uh, through the fire dreams and visions check out the dreams that are given to Mike and Dimitri, Very pertinent for the hour we're in. There's music that you can also uh, check on that we have. Uh, You know what's so sad about our country? That we didn't repent. We didn't turn to the Lord the way God asked us to. That's what's so sad. If we would have turned to the Lord, it wouldn't be this way. If we would have repented as a country, it wouldn't be this way. But we haven't repented. We boldly stick our fist up in the air and pretty much tell God we'll do things our way. And we're very rebellious and we're very, very stubborn. All the things that cause a nation to flounder and fall, and without God, America will never stand. You know, we want to have transgenderism and LGBTQ rights and kill the pre-born and all these wicked things. And then we wonder, will allow such a great tragedy of a country that should have known better. Woe unto that great city, Revelation 18. Woe. Woe unto countries that depart from God. Not just judgment. It's a woe kind of judgment. Thank you so much for listening to the Light of Truth radio broadcast. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast The Light of Truth with Michael Bodea If you would like to order a copy of today's broadcast please visit our website at handofhelp.com If you have questions about our ministry you can email us at handofhelpoffice at aol.com or simply call us at 920-206-9910 God bless you